All right, Richard Kingsman with you on 2019. Let's find out a little bit more about the producer, Kashmir Cat. So this is Cashmere Cat, a big song from last year, collaboration with Major Lazer. Uh, this guy's a Norwegian producer and he moved to the States around 2012, started putting out his own music around then as well, but he moved to the States and since he moved to Los Angeles, he's been collaborating really closely with Benny Blanco, who was a real name producer on the scene as well, and the two of them work side by side. And Cashmere Cat's kept, well, his foot in two different worlds. He's basically entered into a world of big names by moving to Los Angeles. He writes and produces with some people like, well, you might have heard of them, Kanye West, The Weeknd, Ariana Grande, uh, Major Lazer, as you just heard, Sean Mendez, and also this person. Yep, Cashmere Cat with Benny Blanco actually produced this one from earlier this year for Halsey. He's put out a couple of studio... Well, actually, he's put out one studio album a couple of years ago called Nine, but guess what? He's got another album ready to go, and it's called Princess Cat Girl. So we're going to find out more about the new music from Cashmere Cat right now on 2019. Kashmir Cat, welcome into Triple J. Nice to meet you. Hello, how are you? Richard? Very well. Your career is interesting and it's it's not logical. <laughs> it's, That's true. It's pretty mind blowing to kind of see how far you've come in the musical world since you started out DJing in Norway. Mm-hmm. You must um, look back on it and go, "Wow, this has been quite a trip." Yeah, I've I've no idea how this happened. It feels like very recently I was just alone in my room making music, and now all of a sudden there's like real people and like songs on the radio and yeah it's very strange I have no idea how we got here yeah you're in a very different sort of world did you go first of all with growing up in Norway you didn't come from Oslo did you were you in uh, kind of like a regional part of Norway yeah I lived in this tiny town called Halden and it has like 30,000 people in it so even with even with rap music, there was no one around really who listened to rap music. And the guys who listened to rap music would like beat me up if I try to ask them like what the songs they were playing were. So it was, it, it, it was really hard to be like a, a rap DJ in a city with, with 30,000 people, you know? And this was, this was also before I really knew how to find stuff on the internet. So the internet was really like my way out of that and 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 to find like a that there were actual people doing this kind of music elsewhere in the world yeah well. can can you go back one step then and so as a kid growing up what when was it that sort of music was it the direction for you in life i think we were on a family vacation and um we stopped in a gas station and my mom just kind of on a whim bought a cd with um daft punk the discovery album I remember listening to this music and it was like this strange music that kind of went on forever and without anything changing and it had these strange voices but not really and then you would look on the artwork and I was like what they're they're robots and like as as a kid it, it really blew my mind and kind of the stories I made up in my head about what this music 
meant and what it was was a lot more interesting than what it is. Just two French guys <laughs> smoking blunts in a studio, you know? One more time. That's when it sort of set in your mind. Definitely. This thing called music is going to be a big part of my life. Definitely. And also that, also that I guess with a, a lot of artists, the, the, the thing that inspires them first is kind of the thing you end up chasing for a lot of your career. And I think that mystery that I felt when I first discovered this music it's kind of what I'm chasing with this with this new stuff I've been making. You know? Yeah, we're going to talk about the new stuff. I mean, it's interesting because, you know, they hid their faces. You also in press shots and, you know, you've remained camera shy to a certain degree. It's very hard in this day yeah. and age to be completely anonymous. But did you always want to be in the background when you entered into the music scene yourself? Kind of. And then I, I, I always feel... Um, shy when when cameras are around and people want to take a picture so the the hiding my face kind of came naturally it's not so much intentional it's just kind of because i'm awkward and shy you know yeah no that's fair enough but you're not in an awkward and shy uh, realm of music these days in terms of the people that you collaborate with let's talk about you moving from norway to go and live in the states and work there and it's pretty much because of benny blanco isn't it that's true uh, yeah yeah i think if i i think if i didn't meet benny and he hadn't heard my music i'd be like a a music uh, teacher and a mailman in like Halden, <laughs> the, the town I grew up in. But yeah, Benny, Benny really, really opened my mind to to having my music reach a a, a wider audience. He used to meet me on the east side in the city where the sun goes When I first spoke to Benny on the phone, we had a long talk, and he was walking through his house and eating snacks and like like shooting the shit and like talking a whole bunch of bullshit, but. At the end of the call, he said something that always stuck with me after that. He was like, he was like, yeah, man, I'll see you when you're out here. We're going to hang out and let's change music together. And that always stuck with me. And, and it gave me a feeling like, whoa, like whatever I'm making, I can, I can have it reach people, but I can also have it change other people's music. And, and also I can have it affect pop music, you know? So, so that was always something that, that stuck with and me. And this connection with Benny, I mean, that phone call was just driven by him hearing some of your early stuff. Yeah. And, and he saw the potential there straight away because there's a thousand million people making music. You know, what did he hear in your stuff that set it apart, do you think? I don't know. I don't know. But he definitely heard something and he he heard one of my like weird like bootleg remixes so i would take a song that i like didn't have the permission to remix and i would just like put all my stuff on there and the weird sex sounds and then pitch it up a lot to make it go a lot faster and it was a it was a complete mess but he has a real ear for hearing when there's something good in there and knowing how to focus in on the good and i think i think for some reason he heard something like that in my music and um i went out there i started working with him for like a week and then the week turned into a few months and then we've just been working on music ever since and now he's um now he's really stepped into his own and he's kind of stopped hiding behind everyone as a producer and really come into his own as an artist so i'm really i'm really proud to see him go as far as he has and because as a producer there's no questioning how successful and great he is but the fact that he's been able to turn it into being like a like a hugely successful and an artist that makes great music you know like that that really makes me feel good and I'm, yeah i'm very happy for him. with all the people that you've collaborated on you know side by side working with different people did you ever think at any point mm, i'll just stop being cashmere cat and just do this songwriting for other people did you always want to have your own career go side by side with it 
I think at times definitely producing for other people is taking up a majority of my time. And it's also a lot, it, it also comes a lot easier for me making music for other people because I'm not so personally attached to it. So it's like I can crank out a bunch of music for other people, but I really enjoy doing both. I feel like if I was just doing my own music, I just get like lost in the sauce and like overanalyze everything. But being able to do other music for other people and kind of pretend like you're someone else and kind of try to see someone else's vision through is really helpful to me at least. So I, I really like doing um, both, you know, like like huge pop songs one day and then the next day, like a weird song with like a chain rattle or a song that just says emotions 500 times over in a chipmunk <laughs> voice. You know, to me, it's really important to be able to, to do both, you know? Yeah, the, because that's the curious thing about your career is that the two worlds feel very separate from each other, mm -hmm. but you're having a good time in both and they both kind of feel natural for you. Yeah. 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 Um, Even though someone like Ariana Grande might be on the phone to you one day or in the studio with you working, the next day you can kind of do the Cashmere Cat stuff, which is far more left field. Yeah, yeah. And for some reason, she's even been on so many of my songs, you know? So sometimes they, they meet somewhere in the middle too where the pop artists come into the Cashmere Cat song. So, so yeah, I just, try to, I just try to do both not to get really bored. Yeah, know? fair enough. Cashmere Cat is with us on Triple J. Listen, we've got a couple of new pieces of yours to play and cool. talk about and I believe an album to talk about as what? well. What? Get out of here. But let's hear first of all this song called Emotions mm -hmm. which came uh, a few weeks ago and the, before we hear it, the voice in this track, is it Tuvay Sturka? Say my name, wear it out like a sweater that you look cause I can't get enough when you're... Because I went through the songwriting credits and there was there's a few people mentioned and I noticed her name. So is it her her voice? Yeah, 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 it's her voice. I kind of messed with her voice a little bit and made it a little bit unrecognizable. So so she's kind of turned into like a helium-infused cold brew chipmunk on this song. But yeah, it, it's her under there, yeah. Okay, let's hear it. This is a new track from Cashmere Cat. <laughs> That's one of uh, a couple of new songs. A couple of days ago, another new song of yours came out. So this is obviously leading up to the release mm -hmm. of a, a second album because a couple of years ago you put out Nine, your, your first full-length album. Mm -hmm. So tell us about this second album that's to come. I made it after not having made Cashmere Cap music for a while, or at least I wasn't making anything good or that I wanted to show anyone. Um, and then I made a whole album in like the matter of like a... like. Two months, I think. I, I like it all just came out all at once, you know. And um, it's called uh, Princess Cat Girl, which kind of sounds like a ridiculous name, but it's about this um, 
character that I created for the music, and she's like a a digital cat. And um, the, the video has kind of revealed who the who the cat is. Yeah, yeah, it's all about her, and uh, uh, I mean, it's me at the same time, you know. So it's kind of like when um, when Daft Punk put their helmets on, they were saying we're robots. It's kind of a ridiculous claim to make, but to me, it's it's kind of um, it's kind of similar to that. I'm saying I'm a person, but I'm also a, a 3D cat at the same time. So I'm both. I'm not a robot, but I'm a little bit of human, and I'm also a, a digital cat. And you're a feminine feline. Yes. Sort of like that side of your personality is coming out in the songwriting. So did you write the songs with that sort of persona in mind all the way through? Well, the songs have no features, but they have a lot of voices on them. But I wanted to hide all the voices. So even though there's lots of people on there and lots of singers I love and admire, you kind of can't tell who anyone is. All kind of, when you when you pitch it up this much, it could, you, you can't really tell any the details in anyone's voice anymore. It kind of just sounds like a chipmunk. So I really wanted to work with a lot of singers, but I also wanted it to all sound like one voice. And the one voice is of the the cat speaking you know it's not really a human anymore this is going to be so different from nine from a couple of years ago your first album isn't it because that was just full of features yeah yeah that album had a had a lot of features and um i really love doing songs with vocals but i really wanted it to be not about uh not about people this time around and i wanted it to be about something bigger than that and in this case it's a 3D cat. <laughs> 3D cat. Cashmere Cat has been with us on Triple J. Before we get to the second of the new songs and obviously another taste of the album, firstly, when's the album going to come out, do you think? Um, I think the end of September. The whole thing is coming out. Oh, wow, uh, that soon. Yeah, the the cat will be unleashed. Oh, fantastic. Okay, so there's a couple of videos around now where people can get their head, heads around it. Mm-hmm. Just just a, a big picture question to kind of wind up. Take yourself back to, it's Holden in, in mm-hmm. Norway where you grew up as a kid, 30,000 people around you, you trying to find, you know, someone to talk to about music that wasn't going to beat you up. Mm-hmm. You then just a little maybe over 10 years later, working with people like Kanye West. Mm-hmm. Does it do your head in? Yeah I, yeah, I definitely wasn't expecting it to turn out this way at all. I think I always like dreamed to work with big artists and I would always watch like these videos on the internet of other producers and how it was like to be in the studio with them. So yeah, it's it's super strange, you know? And it's like, it almost feels like something I like dreamed up, you know? But I feel like if you have a computer and you can reach people through there and then you can always almost make like anything possible you know it's like you're not defined by your location anymore it doesn't matter if you can't reach the people in your city because you can reach someone on the other side of the planet you mm-hmm. know so do you get nervous with working with and collaborating with these people uh, yeah yeah sometimes I, I get really starstruck but like not necessarily by the huge artists but sometimes I get really starstruck by like strange producers that no one else listens to you know um, uh, one time I got really starstruck by DJ Khaled because I, I wasn't expecting to see him I think we we're in the studio like Rick Ross or something and then um, DJ Khaled walked in and I was I, 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 I was like I lost my cool like I, like I wasn't cool anymore because I had like mentally prepared for Rick Ross I was like yo what up Rick like what's going on and then, and then DJ Khaled walked in, and I just what I I just didn't have it anymore. So sometimes that happens. Sometimes I slip up, but you got to you got to prepare yourself in advance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, but most of the time, um, most of the time, um, it's just people, you know. It's just people who do music. So 
So most of the time, I'm pretty good around artists. Yeah, but sometimes those American personas can be pretty overwhelming. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You, you coming from Norway, us coming from Australia, you know, we're on the sidelines of the big picture type stuff that happens mm-hmm. around the world. Some of the American egos and some of the craziness of, yeah. their, of their world can feel like they're almost aliens. Yeah, it's definitely very different. But I think, I think also me, I'm very attracted to anything that's like the opposite of where I came from. So for me, being a Norwegian, I think like the polar opposite of what I'm where I'm from is being in like a, a a rap session in America you know with with Kanye or whatever so I think I'm like naturally drawn towards that and the and the and the same with this album I feel like the polar opposite of me as a person is a virtual cat you know so so I think naturally I'm just drawn to whatever the opposite of of where I'm coming from is is, is like the most exciting thing to me you know So Cashmere Cat there, that new song is called For Your Eyes Only. It's going to be another one of the new songs on his upcoming album, which he's been talking to us about. The album is called, once again, Princess Cat Girl, and it's going to be released before the end of this month, he reckons. No firm date, but in the next few weeks, the rest of the album will come. I know he said before that he wants the featured vocalists to remain kind of anonymous because he's obviously tweaked their voices to the point where you can't recognise it, but I actually think I know who that singer is. But I'll leave it as a mystery. And you can suss out the album and I'm sure we'll work it out from there. Anyway, it was nice to meet Kashmir Cat, a producer who is well regarded on the scene and has been making amazing work both under his own name and also for a whole bunch of other artists, as we mentioned before. The Sounds of 2019 with Richard Kingsmill 